Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Marco Santarelli. And on today's show, we have an interesting topic. It's about how to protect your rental income. And I have worked with this person for quite a while, and I wanted to bring him on the show because he has actually been part of a new company that is offering a rental income product. And it might be of something of great interest to you, especially depending on the size of your portfolio and where it's located. But I will get into the details with him here in a minute. So, We're going to get to that here in just 30 seconds. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. It's my pleasure to introduce Sky Mikesell. Sky is the CEO of RentSure Membership, which is the only rental income protection product to the United States. He's been investing in real estate since 1997 and has been involved in over 1,000 real estate transactions in seven different states. Sky, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Marco. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So you called me up, I don't know, it was probably a few months ago to tell me about this new product and this new company called Rent Sure Membership. And I found it fascinating, especially considering that I was involved in, I don't want to say a similar product, but it is a similar type of product several years ago. And I'd like to talk about that. But before we go there, tell us a little bit about your journey into real estate and how that transitioned over into RentSure. Sure. Yeah, happy to it. You know, I'll share with you, I'll just give you a quick backdrop on my background and experience and kind of what led us to this moment. Uh, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, on the West Coast there and started buying real estate when I was actually 19. I was a plumber's helper, saving my money and (laughs) looking to buy my first house and eventually bought my second house and slowly started growing my portfolio. Portfolio. About six or seven years into it, I transitioned my portfolio out to the East Coast. I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, where I still remain today. And I started a turnkey operation when I got out here. We bought, we renovated, we leased houses, and we sold them. And that's how I met you originally and a few of your clients, in fact. So that's how we started, I guess, gosh, that was 10, 12 years ago, all in all. And we did quite a few transactions in the Charlotte area. And then about three years ago, we started buying in other areas around the country that we felt like made sense in addition to Charlotte. And I would say, Marco, about a year, year and a half ago, two years ago, I, I can tell you the exact moment. And this sounds silly, but I, I bought a vacation rental for myself, my family, and I was putting new tile in. I mean, it's 2 a.m. I'm you know, on my hands and knees laying tile in my vacation rental because I was so excited about my new vacation rental. And it hit me. I said, Sky, the thing that has cost you and all your investor friends and colleagues and clients, the most money in the last 20 years you've been doing this has been two things, the default vacancy and the unexpected maintenance. Those are the two things that have been the cash flow killers. Yep. Sure. You know, we've been able to find good properties and we're happy when we found good properties. We renovated them properly. We even found good tenants for some of them. But when the tenants defaulted, that killed everything. I said, that's the business I'm going to go in. And so I woke my wife up that night at 2 a.m. And I said, 
great news. We're starting a new business. We are going to go in <laughs> to the rental income protection business. And she said, please don't spend any money. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how we started. And so wow. really, you know, we'll fast forward a few months. And uh, I started researching and found a group out of Toronto, Canada, which was uh, the original founder of RentSure membership. They had already launched RentSure in Canada and were up and running up there. And I flew up to meet with them and just learn more about their business, had no intentions of taking it over by any means. I just wanted to learn and understand it as I did my research. And when I left, they asked me to launch uh, RentSure in the United States as that was the direction that they were headed. And so I came back to the U.S. and in January of 2016, we began preparations to launch in the U.S., which was pretty involved, but we began preparations. And I guess about three months ago now, we did a hard launch in the U.S. and started working with clients here. So that's the journey. And here we are. So your pain point became a need and you turned that need into a business, which is great. Exactly. So tell us what rental income protection is, because I think there is some ambiguity to what it is and what it isn't. Yeah, it's uh, rental income protection is definitely a kind of a funny description. We've heard it uh, described as numerous different things, everything from eviction protection to default protection to rental protection. So rental income protection is very, very simple. Basically, it's this. If you are a landlord and your tenant stops paying you rent, which happens from time to time, if your tenant stops paying you rent, our company will step in. We will evict the tenant for you, the landlord. We will pay for the cost of that eviction. And most importantly, we will start paying you the rent that you were expecting from the tenant. And if the tenant decides to trash the property on their way out, then we cover up to $10,000 in malicious damage coverage. And so that's really what rental income protection, our rental income protection covers, default eviction costs, and malicious damage. And you you made the comment that you evict the tenant, but technically you're not evicting the tenant. It's the property management company that's doing that function, right? Because the way our structure is built, because we are actually the ones paying the rent to the landlord or to the property manager, we actually take control of the eviction process. So we have attorneys set up in all 50 states, and we actually do run the eviction from start to finish. So property managers no longer do the rent collection, chasing the tenant, or even file the eviction so much. We literally take over the entire process for them. So how well does that work when investors are actually working with property management companies and now you come in and tell them that they don't need to be doing the eviction? How does that go down? Property managers are actually one of our fastest growing clients right now here at RentSure. And one of the reasons is, is most property managers are thrilled that they spend so much time in collections, chasing tenants, going to court, dealing with the whole chaos that ensues around an eviction. And so this basically allows them the time back to do things that are actually money-making for them rather than chasing the tenant. Of course, the owner is happy because they're getting their rent. And in some cases, if the property manager chooses to be the one who buys the rent-share membership, they're also getting the payment. So it works great for the property managers. Okay. So I, I know that you don't call this an insurance policy or a guarantee of any kind. You've told me about this offline, but I thought it was good information. Can you explain that for our listeners? Yeah, I'm happy to. So we're a membership. The name of our company is RentSure Membership. In the U.S., we operate as Nationwide RentSure. Uh, NationwideRentSure.com is our, our website. And RentSure Membership is a membership-based organization. And why that is important is because there's other membership-based organizations. We are backed 
by an A-plus insurer. The name that you've probably heard of is Lloyd's of London, which uh, insures kind of specialty risk products. They've insured everything from movie stars' legs to <laughs> any other any other specialty risk type of product. So Lloyd's of London owns the insurance company that is underneath us, which is Barbican Insurance. So as a membership-based organization, the way it works is you become a member of the organization, and with that comes the benefits of rental income protection, eviction protection, malicious damage protection. So, you know, let's uh, let's kind of equate it to something that we might be more familiar with here. So some of the examples that we can give you here are, let's use Petco, for example, the pet store. You can go into this pet store and you can actually buy pet insurance from this pet store. Well, we know the person on the other side of the counter is not a licensed insurance agent. We know that they are technically probably not allowed to sell us insurance, but what they are actually selling you is a membership. They're selling you a membership to Petco, and part of that membership comes the benefits of if your pet gets injured, then you can bring it in, and there is insurance underneath Petco, underneath the membership, that covers the cost of healing that pet. And so our organization is set up pretty much the exact same way. We're a membership-based organization with insurance underneath us, but the benefits are the rental income protection. Okay. So you started talking about what it does cover. Maybe just bullet point that again. What does it cover? And maybe if you want to say what it doesn't cover, tell us that too. So we know you know where the line is drawn. Yeah, for sure. Look, I'm very candid about what the small print is. And our small print is very easy to understand. You're not going to read a 300-page certificate of benefit like a car insurance policy where you're not sure exactly what you're you're covered for. So our program is very simple. So let's start with the three bullet points. The three bullet points as a member, again, if your tenant defaults, we will do the eviction. We will pay for that cost of the eviction. And then at that point, we go ahead and start paying the rent to the owner or whoever owns the membership, whether it's a property manager, whether it's the property owner, whoever owns that membership is who starts receiving the rent. And let's fast forward three or four months. The tenant gets removed from the property. We get the tenant out. We deliver possession of the property back to the property manager or to the owner of the property. At that point, if they have another opportunity to file a demand and that demand is okay, the tenant trashed my property. I would like my malicious damage covered and we'll cover up to $10,000 in malicious damage. So in the landlord property manager world, we know that there is a difference between normal wear and tear and malicious damage. Normal wear and tear is nail holes in the wall, malicious damage is fist holes in the wall, right? And so in that scenario, we obviously do not cover nail holes, nor frankly does the security deposit. Nail holes are what comes with the territory of normal wear and tear. Malicious damage is the fist holes, and we will absolutely cover the malicious damage caused by the tenant on the property. So that's everything that it does cover. Of course, there's the small print is the criteria in order to get the tenant in and all of that, which we can go into. So what doesn't it cover? I mean, obviously, if a tenant loses their job and they have to break their lease early because they have to move or they get a job transfer and they have to move, is that something that is or isn't covered under this rental income protection? That's a good question. So if this is designed for tenant default and or tenant abandonment, and and that's the way it is set up. So if the tenant is current on their rent and they give proper 30-day notice and they just move out, despite the fact that they have broken their lease, they left current, it does not cover that. However, if the tenant 
does the midnight move out because they lost their job and they abandon the property with no notice whatsoever, then this will pay up to 90 days on abandonment. So basically, if you put in a demand today saying my tenant abandoned the property last night, then we will start paying the rent on the property and we'll pay it up to 90 days on abandonment. On default, if the tenant defaults and we evict them, we'll pay up to 11 months of rent on default or $100,000, whichever comes first. And what's the time from when you file a claim till the point where you actually see that first missed rent payment come in? So as property managers and landlords, and we used to own a property management company years ago, but uh, as property managers, we knew that when we would file eviction on a tenant, some of them would come in with their money. The eviction paperwork scared them enough that they would eventually come in with money. Knowing this, when we designed the rent share program, the way it is set up is, let's say we're in the month of March right now. Let's say the tenant defaulted on the first of this month. By the eighth of this month, the property manager landlord said, okay, time to file a demand, which is sort of like filing a claim. You click the demand button on our website and the process begins. So the eviction processes can get rolling immediately. Immediately that process starts. Within 60 days of the date that you click that demand button, you'll receive your first check. That first check, so we're in March, so that first check will be, let's say, by May 15th. If you filed your demand on March 15th, your first check will be by May 15th. And that first check on May 15th will be for the month of March, March rent, month of April, April rent. And then May's check will come by the last day of that month and every month there on after until the tenant's removed. So let's fast forward. Under the same scenario, we are now in the month of June. We finally got possession of the property back. House is empty. Locks are changed. And now the 90 days starts. So now we've got 90 days left. So we will pay a maximum of 90 days following giving possession back to the property manager landlord. So if it took us five months to get the tenant out and took the property manager 30 days to clean up the property and another two months to rent up the property, they're getting paid the entire time. Now, if the property manager exceeds that 90 days following possession, we don't pay anything past that. So the property management company is still involved in everything but the eviction. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they, they really, I mean, they're still the property manager. You know, they're there when we deliver possession back. It's their locksmith changing the locks. Uh, it's them that are getting the keys to the property when possession is granted. It's them that is working for the owner, getting the property cleaned up, getting the property ready for rent. It's them telling the owner that malicious damage did occur and they need to go and file demand for the malicious damage. So yeah, the property manager is still very much involved. This really just takes the eviction off of their plate, which is probably, if you talk to property managers, probably the one part of their job they don't love. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So this product is interesting. Would you say this is best suited for a certain type of property or maybe properties in certain types of neighborhoods? I don't want to get into profiling here, but you know, obviously there's different types of demographics and income levels and whatnot. So there's just a wide array or gamut of properties and neighborhoods. Is this best suited for certain types or is this good for all? I mean, sure, you could say it's good for every type of property in every kind of neighborhood, but that's not necessarily true. Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, Marco, the statistics of default don't change across the board. Tenants, and I don't say this in a derogatory way, but tenants often behave like tenants. And we have properties under membership that are renting for $5,000 a month. And we have properties under membership renting for $600 a month. So 
we are prepared for default across the board. I think one of the faulty premises in our business of being landlords and owners of an investment property is that we've always believed that the tenant risks are just part of the cost of doing business, when in fact it doesn't have to be that way anymore. As an investor, personally, I'll speak for myself, I have always allocated regardless of the level of rental. On the West Coast, I had rentals that were valued at half a million dollars, rented for a couple thousand, three thousand dollars a month. And I always had an allocation for default. Some people call it a vacancy allocation, but really it's a default allocation. And it didn't matter the size or the price. And by the way, that $3,000 rental, I was renting to two doctors and I did end up evicting both of them. Wow. (laughs) I find that surprising. uh, Portland, Oregon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. That doesn't sound like it's uh, even real, but I guess it can happen to anybody, right? (laughs) It can happen to anybody. Yeah. So the people that listen to this show are all over the board. We've got, you know, newbies that are just getting started. We've got people who have small portfolios under five properties. We have professionals and seasoned investors who have much larger portfolios and everybody in between. How does someone determine whether this is for them or not for them? This is actually one of my questions is, you know, who is this for and who is this not for? Because I'm I'm having a little bit of a hard time trying to understand who this is ideally suited for? That's the million dollar question. Let me give you the best response that I can. This is a premium product. And and if folks don't believe that they will have an eviction in the next four or five years, this is probably not a product for them. I spoke with a private landlord who managed a dozen rental properties just the other day, and he has not had an eviction on any of his properties in 13 years. Again, I didn't want to believe it, but he was assured me he has not had an eviction in that length of time. So as I told him, I said, this is just not for you. If you have not had an eviction in over a decade, this product is not for you. Do the numbers. As a turnkey provider, I always just tell my clients, numbers don't lie. Numbers are always going to tell you the truth as long as you're honest when you write down the numbers. So if you could do the math on the eviction and you know that an eviction is going to cost you $500, you know it's going to cost you three to four months worth of rent. You know it's going to take the property manager a couple months to re-rent the property. I mean, we look at that and pick any rental number you want. Pick an $800 rental number. If that's the number that you want to work with. And at six months, I mean, we're talking $4,800 in just rent plus the cost of eviction. We're talking over $5,000. And so that brings us right into the cost of the membership. How does a membership get charged? Well, membership is tiered based on how much rent is being paid, but the lowest tier up to $900 a rent is basically as long as the clients are working through Norada, then it is $30 a month at that level. If they go straight to our website, it's $40 a month, but at the Norada price is $30 a month. And so basically you figure that out. That's, you know, on that level, that's 528 bucks a year. And so with the average cost of eviction running a little over $5,000 nationally, you can pay for rental income protection on your property for a very long time at $528 a year. So 
This really goes back to the landlord and how they know their portfolio is structured. We have small hedge funds that buy 40 or 50 houses a month, and we have private owners who buy one house a year. And for each of them, they have determined this was the right fit for them. And so I think for every portfolio, it looks different. So is this priced on a per unit basis? So if you have a single family home, a duplex, fourplex, it's really priced on a per unit that's exactly right. Yep. You've got it exactly right. This is a per unit basis. So Okay. I don't know what else to ask you about this. It makes me think back to the days when Aon, A-O-N, Aon had a, a similar type product and they were around for about a year and then they just decided to stop offering it. And I'm not exactly sure why they did. But I remember at that time, there were people who were questioning the product and a lot of people bought it. And I personally know people who actually filed claims and got paid and, you know, it helped them out. So I think it's a good product. I think there's a need for it. And I'm not sure it's for everybody, but I'm not sure what else to ask you about this. Like, maybe tell me what I haven't asked you that I probably should be asking you about this, because this is fairly new to me again, and I'm sure it's new to a lot of people who are listening to this for the first time. Yeah, this is new here in the United States. This is an interesting product, and there's no question that it is something that is going to take a little bit of time for folks to get comfortable with. And we have been in a very orthodox property management world for (laughs) as long back as I can remember. I've been in the business for 20 years. And of all the orthodox property managers I've known over the years, uh, this is something that I believe will be challenging for some of them to wrap their head around. Let me give you some examples. In Australia, the rental income protection has been around for 25 plus years. Over 75% of the landlords, 75% of the landlords in Australia have rental income protection on their property. In the UK, Germany, Czech Republic, you've got 60%, over 60% of landlords have rental income protection on their product. We are one of the last countries, developed countries, to get rental income protection. Why has it taken so long to come to the United States? It's complicated here, and this is not an easy feat uh, being in the U.S. We have what we refer to as 50 different countries on our land, right? Uh, And we have 50 different states operate under their own laws. In those 50 states, we have 2,200 jurisdictions where in some states, judges can change eviction forms because they feel like it. Uh, In some states, it's criminal not to pay rent. In some states, it takes six to eight months to evict a tenant, and the courts are in the tenant its favor, not in the landlord's favor. And so every single state is different, which makes eviction filing in an automated way very complicated. You referred to Aon, and that was one of Aon's challenges. One thing that you will find about Aon is that they did set up in the U.S. They brought on a lot of of people. They had a lot of members signed up, but they had a couple of issues. They didn't have real software behind them was one of their challenges. And they hired a lot of people throughout the country to manage the program. We're not set up that way. I've had folks ask me, what happens if I don't have an email address? I'm like, well, you can't sign up. Our system is fully automated. Everything from the eviction process to the payment process, we're fully automated. So you can do everything on the website. And that's one of the things that has allowed us to be able to set up in all 50 states right out of the gate. So the product is going to be accepted in the U.S. We've got 48 million rental units in the United States right now. And that number, the number of homeowners continues to decrease as the number of renters continues to increase. So this is no doubt going to continue to be 
part of something everyone's going to see. And we expect in the next five to seven years, people will see it at the closing table from their lender. We will expect that property managers will start requiring it as a part of their property management agreement. And we expect that landlords that want to do this professionally as a business, this being owning rental properties, will not operate without it. Just like you don't buy a house without fire insurance. Fire insurance is one of those really funny things, Marco, because if you look up the stats on fire, the number of fires in the U.S., it's a point zero zero. 3% of the number of houses that burn down in the U.S., a very small number. But you look at the number of defaults that occur on a monthly basis throughout the country, 5.3% default. 5.3% of the default. And yet nobody has rental income protection, but everybody has fire insurance. Right? Yeah. So, so you will be one of the early leaders in this area for understanding it and acknowledging the need for it. And in 10 years, you can tell everybody that you know that you are here. <laughs> yeah. Well, eviction is just a form of risk. And you know you can pay someone to take that risk off your shoulders. And that's the essence of insurance, right? You know, it's, it's you're paying someone to take the risk off of you. That's exactly right. You're mitigating a risk that you know is there. Right. So if you, if you feel that it's likely to happen, you know, then this is a product that might make sense for you. And, you know, I think I'm going to give it a try myself. I'm probably going to pick up a policy, if that's what you call it, and just go through the process myself and put it on one of my properties and just see how it goes. I'm Then I can speak more intelligently about it. Well, we'd be happy to evict your tenants for you, Marco. No, I'm just teasing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> haven't teasing. had one yet, so it's good. <laughs> I'm just I'm just teasing. We I know you are. We don't, we don't want to evict them if we don't have to, but uh, we're more than prepared to, so... Yeah, smooth turnovers are the best, but you know, evictions happen every once in a while. Yes, they do. So your company is uh, offering a discount for Norada clients and listeners to the show? Correct. So how does that work? So the way the membership works, so let's go ahead and use that $900 rent as an example again. So on a property that you have rented for $900 a month, then the membership annual cost is uh, works out to be about $528 a year. So that is broken out over 12 months. The first month is one ninety nine, and then there's eleven months following that of our website is forty dollars a month. If they go through you, Marco, and through your website, then that price actually drops ten dollars a month for the eleven payments. All of the programs are always start out at one ninety nine every single year, and then they always have eleven payments at whatever the monthly rate is. So, in, for your listeners, and in their case, it's as long as they run through you, they'll get their discount of ten dollars per month. So basically, they save one hundred ten dollars per year per unit by working with you so okay so if that's a link then i'll put that in the show notes and if people want to get more information where's the best place to go to get more information on on the company and the product for sure yeah i mean they can always go to nationwiderentsure.com and that's r-e-n-t-s-u-r-e nationwiderentsure.com and uh, i assume that you've got something on your website as well which will link them to our site so normally it's best if they go to your site and then find ours from there to make sure that they get their discount code okay so we'll put that on the site and in the show notes and that way they can uh, get a direct link to wherever they need to go to get more information exactly perfect exactly All right. Anything else you want to add? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I look forward to working with you. All right, Sky. Well, thanks for your time. This sounds pretty exciting. So we'll uh, wish you the best of luck and uh, thanks for coming on. All right. Take care, Marco. Thanks again. (laughs) 
Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights in media interviews, please contact the host.